Hello and welcome. My name is David Gutierrez, and I have the privilege and the honor of serving on the security slash usher team, as well as being co-leader for the Man Night Life Group. I also attend the Man God Uses on Wednesday mornings here at the church. Today is day 11 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. I want to ask you a question this morning. It's an open-ended question, but one that I've considered over the past couple of weeks, and that is, how big is your God? I want to challenge you to pray during this 21 days of fasting. God is a big God, right? And that anything we pray, He will answer. Or really, to put it another way, if you knew for certain He would answer, what would you pray? Let's believe God together for big things, not only in our personal lives, but our corporate lives as well. And let our prayers this year be big. Just as a reminder, everything we're doing during this fast is designed to stir up the desire in you for a deeper relationship with Jesus and to live a fully devoted life with Him. Today, we will be talking about healing, forgiving, and moving forward in all that God has for you. Wow, what a big subject, right? I mean, how do you dissect something that large? Well, as my mom used to say, just like you would eat an elephant with time, patience, and piece by piece. I'm going to state that there's no way to cover every facet or nuance of this subject in just the couple of minutes we have. However, there are a few things I would like to share, not only from a personal perspective, but a biblical perspective. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever stood in a place of complete brokenness, brokenness of mind, brokenness of body, maybe brokenness of soul, and it wasn't your own doing. Or maybe you're standing in the midst of complete destruction at your own hands currently. Have you ever faced soul-crushing victimization or been taken advantage of by somebody that you trust and love? Have you ever been heartbroken, sad, maybe even disappointed? I dare say we all have. And I have good news this morning. You can and you will survive. In the words of a dear leader that I admire at PLC, you've got this. But it's not just enough to say it, right? Let me prove it with scripture. We're going to read out of Psalms 147, verse 2 through 4. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. Verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. He determines the number of stars and calls them each by name. Think about that for a moment. Here is the God of the universe concerned with his people, but not only concerned with them, concerned with multifaceted parts of their lives. He's concerned with our feelings. The Bible says here he heals our brokenheartedness. And then he goes even a step further by binding up the wounds whether they be physical, spiritual, mental, or emotional. This scripture brings me great peace to know that, you know what? God is concerned with every facet of our lives. He's concerned with us when we're heartbroken. He's concerned with us in the good times. If you will, look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14. It says this, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one that I praise. You know, there is something amazing 
about how simple this scripture is. Look at what the writer is saying. He's saying, just ask and God will give it to you. Look at his faith. I mean, he basically says, God heal me. And he is so convinced that God will heal him that it's done. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, but this is a solid statement. You know, I used to have a job where my boss would ask me if a particular item of work was done. And I would say, yeah, it's done. And then he would give me his squinty eye look and he'd say, is it done done? And the reason he would say that was to emphasize the doneness of that act. He wanted to make sure that I wasn't just speaking that it was done, but that it was actually done. If I might be so bold as to say, this is a done, done scripture. The writer simply asks, God heal me. And he does. There's no ritual. There's no clicking our heels twice and, you know, saying there's no place like home. God just simply does it. I find that amazing. I find that heartwarming. And I find that so applicable to our lives. Moving on to unforgiveness, you know, this is a subject, again, you can't just simply look at it and say it's a one question answer. Most of you know where I came from and my story, but I came from a place of brokenness. A person I had trusted with my life, my destiny, let me down and hurt me. And I found myself in this place of, of bitterness and anger and hatred. And I'll be honest, I almost left the faith. I almost walked away from God because I associated that person with God. And I was broken. And I remember sitting in my living room and I'm having an argument with God. And I'm saying, God, I can't forgive this person. Look what they've done to me. Look at the hurt, the pain that they've caused me. I'll never get over this, God. I'll never live life to my fullness. In fact, I don't even know if I'm talking to anybody who's real right now. Maybe I'm just talking to some force in the sky. Let me tell you, friends, that was broken. I remember looking at my wife when she realized that I was considering walking away from the faith. I was broken. I was hurt. And you know, there came a point where I had to forgive that person. And I can't express to you the depth of freedom that I felt when I unlocked that prison door in my own heart and I forgave that person. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. The Bible says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So here's the Bible saying, you know what? It's just as simple as forgiving another person that's sinned against you. And in that, Christ will forgive us. Another similar scripture is Colossians 3, verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgives you. And it's in this that we see that the God we serve is a God of forgiveness. He's a God that forgives any sin. And if you think about that for a moment, that's powerful. We have a God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. You know, you might as well put your name in there, the God of David. 
is willing to forgive you. You know, one of the things I love about serving God is that it's in serving God that I have, or serving people rather, that I've learned what God has for me in the future. You know, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. If you've not had an opportunity to serve, one of the ways that you can find freedom and one of the ways that you can find forgiveness and one of the ways that you can find what the next step or what God has for you uh, in the future is to serve other people. As I close, I want to pray for God to heal you. I want God to help you to forgive that person and to move on in all the great things God has for you. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. This will be out of the NIV version. The Bible says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Verse 19. See, I'm doing new things. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams into the wasteland. And so here is God telling us to not dwell on the former things to not dwell on the past that we have. He says, look, be, be excited. I'm doing something new. Don't you perceive it? Don't you see it? And that's the amazing thing, right? God is always doing something, but in our bitterness and our anger and in the dwelling of the past, we can miss that, right? But here's God doing this wonderful new thing. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're so grateful for what you're doing through this fast. We thank you for the opportunity, God, to forgive our enemies, to let them go, and to perceive, God, the new thing that you're doing. During this time, God, we ask that you would show us what the next step is, what the next thing that you have for us is, God. Reveal it to us over the next couple of days. We ask, God, that not only as individuals, but as a corporate church, that you would do a new thing in us and that we would go forward in all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.